The elevator led him out on the nineteenth floor. It had four big suites with the corridor running between them. He studied the frosted glass doors. On one side was the Eagle Publishing Company and Frank and Dale's Brokers. On the other was the Messenger Advertising Service and Sentiment Incorporated. He entered their door and stood in a quiet oak-paneled reception room. Behind the railing were a couple of desks, a young woman working at each, and two burly men who sat boredly reading magazines. The pretty girl, obviously the receptionist, looked up as Fraser approached and gave him a professional smile. "'Yes, sir?' she asked. "'I'd like to see Dr. Kennedy, please,' he said, trying hard to be casual. "'Do you have an appointment, sir?' "'No, but it's urgent.' "'I'm sorry, sir. Dr. Kennedy is very busy. He can't see anybody except his regular patients and research subjects. Uh, look, take him in this note, will you? Thanks.' Frazier sat uneasily for some minutes, wondering if he'd worded the note correctly. "'I must see you about Miss Judy Harkness. Important. Well, what the devil else could you say?' The receptionist came out again. "'Dr. Kennedy can spare you a few minutes, sir,' she said. "'Go right on in.' "'Thanks.' Frazier slouched towards the inner door. The two men lowered their magazines to follow him with watchful eyes." There was a big, handsomely furnished office inside, with a door beyond that must lead to the laboratory. Kennedy looked up from some papers and rose, holding out his hand. He was a medium-sized man, rather plump, graying hair brushed thickly back from a broad, heavy face behind rimless glasses. Yes? His voice was low and pleasant. What can I do for you? My name's Fraser. The visitor sat down and accepted a cigarette. Best to act urbanely. I know Miss Harkness well. I understand you made some encephalographic studies of her. Indeed. Kennedy looked annoyed, and Fraser recalled that Judy had been asked not to tell anyone. I'm not sure. I would have to consult my records first. He wasn't admitting anything, thought Fraser. Look, said the engineer, there's been a marked change in Miss Harkness recently. I know enough psychology to be certain that such changes don't happen overnight without cause. I wanted to consult you. I'm not her psychiatrist, said Kennedy coldly. Now, if you will excuse me, I really have a lot to do. All right, said Fraser. There was no menace in his tones, only a weariness. If you insist, I'll play it dirty. Such abrupt changes indicate mental instability. But I know she was perfectly sane before. It begins to look as if your experiments may have injured her mind. If so, I should have to report you for malpractice. Kennedy flushed. I am a licensed psychiatrist, he said. And any other doctor will confirm that Miss Harkness is still in mental health. If you try to get an investigation started, you will only be wasting your own time and that of the authorities. She herself will testify that no harm was done to her, no compulsion applied, and that you are an infernal busybody with some delusions of your own. Good afternoon. Ah, said Fraser. so she was here. Kennedy pushed a button. His men entered. Show this gentleman the way out, please, he said. Fraser debated whether to put up a fight, decided it was futile, and went out with the two others. When he got to the street he found he was shaking and badly in need of a drink.